Welcome everyone to the Million Vegan Grandmothers podcast. And I have Jen Armstrong. Is that correct? I know you as Queen V. So when you first sent me back an email and, and signed it, Jen, I was like, mm, that's neat to not actually know your name, but referred to as Queen V. And when my partner first heard that, when he listened to the, the, the waggle dance, the waggle or the waggle, yes, the waggle dance. And actually, by the way, our last convergence, we played that as an opportunity to get up and, and shake things out a bit when we were in a lot of doing a lot of presentations. So thank you for that. And thank you for the waggle dance. I'm going to ask Mac, our beautiful manager for our podcasts and for our um, our Million Vegan Grandmother's work, if he can start this this um or put it in somewhere in in this interview because i think it's really great for people to do the waggle dance and talk about the disappearing pollinators and all the other great things you do so so welcome jen welcome queen v tell us how you came up with the name queen v it's very very neat um so i mean queen v um v for vegan and I don't, you, to be honest, I, I don't really know where it came from, but uh, it seemed to have a nice ring to it. Um, the, the name is actually Vegan Queen V now, um, as there is a Queen V in uh, New York, I think she's based, who, oh. who already had, had that name. So um, she basically had to change it. Um, otherwise, my music wouldn't be able to be played, you know, on the on the same platforms as hers. Um, so it's Vegan Queen V now. But yeah, people call me Queen V or Vegan V. There's just <laughs> different uh, different alterations of the name. But yeah, V V is just for vegan. Um, although I've realized now potentially it's it stands for five, you know, the um the Roman numerals. So it could be that I'm the fifth Queen V vegan that ever existed. <laughs> I'm going with it. <laughs> I love it. So how long have you been vegan and how has the arts and the ability to sing about it, dance about it, do your incredible music videos? I mean, you're very talented and expressive. You're very expressive in your in your art, in your art of veganism. So how did this come about? How long have you been vegan? What? How does expressing the art of veganism, how does this support you to be able to stay in this? in this realm of creativity instead of, you know, getting a little bit too heavy that takes us out of the creative force. Right. And that was a yeah. lot of questions all at once. No, it's <laughs> it all, they all totally uh, go together. Um, and it is true, you know, the the truth of, of how animals are treated is, is so horrific that it's very easy to get bogged down, isn't it? And to get very low and, and um, depressed and, unable to really see you know the the light um in the world um but I've realized that actually writing songs has been super therapeutic for me uh writing the songs for the animals or about the animals um I didn't realize that at the time when I started writing um I went vegan about seven years ago um I moved to London and uh, I was vegetarian at the time and I uh, started working at this music venue in London and there were a couple of vegans there who became my friends and they were sort of prodding me you know why why aren't you vegan you're just vegetarian and mm. it's a classical classic story I was like why would I be vegan you know um I'm vegetarian I'm doing my bit for the animals 
Uh, and then they showed me the documentaries, Cowspiracy and um, Earthlings and Box Over Knives. Um, and yeah, I, I went vegan pretty fast after that. Um, it was a big shock. And the the songs started very shortly after that. Um, as I say, um, I was just, as we all are, shocked by what I was seeing. And the music and writing the songs really was um, my outlet for this uh, craziness that I was experiencing. Um, and, you know, on top of actually seeing the truth of how things are, you, you have your friends and your family who you, you know, rush to with this information that you just found out. And most of them just turn around and, and say, you know, you're crazy or they don't care or, you know, all the all the excuses that come out. Um, so that's kind of an extra layer of trauma for people who go vegan, you know, first of all, realizing what happens to the animals and then trying to express this information to the people that you care about and then just not, you know, willing to to meet you and to change and to acknowledge that, you know, what they're doing is, is quite harmful to, um, you know, the animals, the world themselves. Um, so all of that, I've realized um when i can put it into a music format is is so therapeutic for me to write these songs and then i've realized it's taking something that's it's you know it's sick it's uh, it's traumatic it's very dark and it's it's transmuting it into something that's actually quite beautiful and into something that people can enjoy and understand even if they're not vegan they will still enjoy the music and they're still listening to the words and because they're you know in a music medium I feel like it's just a lot more um palpable is that the right word um you know people can understand it more and they don't maybe feel so defensive when you, you're talking to them about veganism in a song like they're not going to have the same response uh potentially uh that if you were speaking to them you know, in a conversation, face to face. Um, so yeah, I've been really grateful uh, for finding this. Uh, I've been a songwriter for a long time, most of my life. Um, and the the songs for the animals just naturally came out. Um, I had no intention of, of you know, coming onto this, this path. Um, and I'm yeah, so grateful that I, I am, because uh, I feel like I'm helping myself, I'm helping the animals and Hopefully I'm helping other people as well. Oh, why can't I hear you? Is that you or is that me? I think you might be muted. I was. Sorry, no. somebody was blowing some garden vegetables in the kitchen. So I thought I would just <laughs> I um you definitely are helping. And you know, when we listen to a song that we heard when we were young, how does it stay with us? The words, we remember the words, we remember the feeling. We sometimes remember where we were when we heard the song or the first time we heard the song or who we were dating or what was going on in our life. So music yes. is such a great way to, like you said, you, you say it's a palpable feeling, but it's also more of an indirect way of getting deep into people's skin, right? Just yeah. like the music penetrates like the waggle song, you know, you're just like thinking about the waggle song after you've listened to it and it, it penetrates. Yeah. So uh, what are some of your other favorite vegan songs that you, that you wrote that you 
that you recorded? Um, well, to be honest, all the all the songs on my the album that I released last year, uh, my first album, uh, called it Freedom Warrior because that's what I am, I'm Freedom Warrior for all. Um, all of those songs I love. Uh, some are, you know, more kind of slow and melancholy, um, because they are about the reality of how the animals are being treated and, you know, what their lives look like at the moment, how things are, but then. Uh, and this is something I'm grabbing, gravitating um, towards a, a lot more um, going forward for my next album. There are songs that are more, um, you know, get up and dance and um, just, you know, enjoy moving your body and, and maybe have a, a bit of a sing along as well. Because um, mm-hmm. I realise the importance of, yeah, getting people into a good mind, mind space mm-hmm. um, and physically as well. You know, people need to be moving more. Uh, so if I can do that through my music, that's definitely where I want to be heading. Um, but yeah, I, I love them all. I, um, they all were written for a you know for a special reason or for a, for an animal, um, an an animal in particular, or uh, for example, um, what hell is like was was written after I watched this horrendous documentary um, called Land of Hope and Glory, which is very simple similar to Earthlings and Dominion, uh, the film Dominion, you know, it's just this oh, horrendous footage of, of farm animals uh, and Land of Hope and Glory focuses on the UK farm animals, um, which I think is possibly why it hit me so hard um, because a lot of the other documentaries I'd seen were uh, filmed in America and then seeing these animals, knowing that, you know, some of the farms... Um, mentioned in the documentary of literally like in the town I was born in you know so it was like oh, okay yeah this is I knew it was happening here of course I did but to actually see the animals that have been uh treated like that on on you know our soil was yeah <laughs> pretty pretty traumatic so that one holds a, a very special place it, I think it was the first one I wrote as well for the animals um so yeah but the oh, I love them all, and the the stuff I'm writing now, uh, I'm really excited about, um, because as I say, I want to try and, and help people as much as possible, and I feel that you know positivity and getting them moving is a really great way to do that, and uh, so that's what's going to be coming. That's perfect. You know, when we think about grieving and trauma, when we look at even Kubler Ross's five stages of grief, and it starts out with. denial possibly denial and then you know moving into anger and depression yeah it seems like that's the very beginning stages but uh what my partner and I are writing is the first stage really when we're really going to look at this atrocity around how we've treated other sentient beings is shock and so it's it it sounds like your first album talks a lot about the felt sense shock like it's like ah this is happening. It's happening all over. It's happening in my backyard. And then we move on to compassion and creative action. And it sounds like you're right there. So how will your next album, it feels like this album was a lot about the, the impact of the shock and to really awaken. This is what's happening. This is truth. This is hell on earth. And when I, we do the Weigel dance, there's, 
information being given about the pollinators disappearing, but what we can do about it. So do you see some of your new music being that creative action about how we are resilient and we all have this capacity to, to live true and maybe yeah. speak about the possibilities of the future of once we're all our eyes open, our hearts open? Yeah. It is about talking about the future, definitely, and you know, because I I see how how things should be, you know, community, as you say, you know, compassion and and mm-hmm. helping me helping each other and seeing the animals as our friends and our family rather than food because that's just you know it's insane. Um, but I've realised that um, as you know, I was vegetarian since I was eight years old because I mm-hmm. I loved the animals. I was like, I don't want to hurt the animals. And yet I was for many years. Um, and I, I think that, you know, it is traumatic for people to realise that they've been lied to their whole lives. Um, so I want to help empower them um, and to just to be a person there to to show support for them, um, you know, to help them transition from this brainwashed um, society uh, where they've just been lied to from day one to to a place where they're powerful you know and they can do things on their own and they they know the truth um and they can make their the right decisions but do it it you know do it willingly and, and happily rather than you know oh i love my bacon or whatever stupid thing people say you know i want people to be like oh hell yeah i i want to be a, a friend to the animals i am a friend to the animals why would i hurt them you know, and I think empowering people is is a good is a, a big part of that. Yeah, and as you know, Dr. Silash Rao says, just letting people know we know you already have a vegan heart. Mm. Like very few people. I mean, there are people that are just right. mean for whatever reason. We don't need to get into that, but most people don't want to harm anything. And if most people had to go harm them, kill them grow them in some tank or whatever it is we're doing with farmed, farmed, um, you know, marine life. And uh, we wouldn't do it. Right. We wouldn't do it if we had to eat that way. It would be much easier for us to go get some lentils from a store and cook them. Yeah. Right. It would be like, yeah, no, I think I'm going to choose this. Yeah. So the empowering and taking away the guilt aspect for people. It's like, it's okay. We know it's hard to look, but you already have a vegan heart. So now it's just coming into alignment. Right. Totally. Into alignment. Yeah. I think that's why we have such sickness in the world as well. We're just so out of alignment with our true nature mm-hmm. and what is truly mm-hmm. good for us. And eating animals is a massive part of that. There are other things as well, but yeah this complete disconnect with where our food comes from you know calling animals food is i think insane it's just not it's just not reality um and you know if if we can regain that connection you know people growing food in their own garden that seems to not be a thing but it's just so important that we know where our food is coming from that we you know can pick i I love foraging uh you know picking wild Mm -hmm. food you just can't you can't beat it and it's just such a magical thing and you know my body and my brain knows this is food this is where it's coming from I physically picked it myself and it's so fresh you know you you eat it and it's still got the life force in it 
um mm-hmm. things like that is where we need to be going um, and and regain this connection with you know the fuel that we're building ourselves from yeah and the life force you know I love that word and it's not used enough actually in my circles I find it's what is living <clears throat> and what is it bringing to your own life force right and eating death and suffering is never going to bring anything to our life force I mean there's nothing my partner is is also vegan of course because once you get to a certain stage you can't be with a non-vegan it's just the way it is because loneliness is not that bad or being alone is not that bad yeah so you choose to be with like Mandy but we 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 walk past you know um butcher shop and it says fresh meat you know and it's like yeah there's no life force and it's not fresh and fresh is the living force the living life force of that animal on the earth doing its its peace on the earth and so I love the word life force because it's only life that can begate life it's only life that can bring in life and eating living food and foraging food I also forage in fact I had had a really busy, uh, I don't like the word busy, but I'd had a really rich, complete month. My grandchildren were living with me temporarily with my daughter. She was um, changing houses and, and lots of other stuff was going on. And when all that was finished, I had a day, just a day where I just ate very little. And at one point I was laying on the grass in this forest area I go to and nibbling on these little baby dandelions that were coming up and then the rose hips that are ready to eat and and the plantain and it was just like I just was lying on the earth grazing (laughs) so (laughs) I felt like my life force was returning and I, I really encourage anybody listening right now is to really understand your life force because what it will do is it'll help you recover quickly from the trauma from the suffering but also allow us to bring in that innate joy that we all deserve you know we all deserve including every sentient being deserve to live in with our innate joy and we can't do that unless we're feeling the life force from the planet and we know right now we've lost I think it's over 70 percent of the wildlife diversity 70 percent um in some areas, some ecosystems are, they're saying 50, you know, the phytoplankton, I think, uh, Captain Watson said, we've lost over 40% of our phytoplankton, which provides 71% of our oxygen. So it's it's more challenging to do this. It's more challenging to really feel our life force when the oxygen's depleting, when when we're there's more and more chemicals being applied to our earth but we can feel it and we have to gather together in community and talk but also share music and dance which you do so well so before we leave this short podcast and I invite everyone that's listening and deeply listening as I said on a recent podcast to please come to our vcop convergence on the 28th and 29th and uh, vegan queen v will be uh, in a in a panel of artists, including Jeff Francis, one of my dear friends who introduced me to Vegan Queen Bee, Bee is uh, The Art of Veganism. So that will be on the 28th and 29th of October. You can register VCOP through climatehealers.org. And I would love you to leave everyone with maybe a little song 
maybe a little prose, maybe a little bit of creative force that you're that's pumping through your life force right now. Okay. Yeah, I can do a little uh I can sing you a little bit of one of my songs uh on the last album, um, which is in line with, as I say, empowering people and um helping them with this trauma that they are going to be subject to when they find the find out the truth and they mm-hmm. find out that they've been lied to and that you know their parents lied to them not not on purpose obviously but their parents told them that you know meat is is something we should be eating animals we should be eating and it's good for us and that's complete you know it's just a fallacy um so this song is called beautiful powerful free and uh yeah it's just my message to everyone to remind them that that's what we are we are beautiful people that uh, we are free people um we're powerful if if that's what we choose to be that is our birthright and that that is what we are uh, so here we go you are beautiful you are powerful you are free free you are beautiful and you are powerful and you are free free there we go a little snippet (laughs) beautiful how's your album doing your first release right yeah it's um yeah people seem to be loving it uh and yeah it's just it's a new thing for me i've i've um i've always written songs and but i've never released an album and i've never released music where i actually care about the message which sounds really silly but for the first time in my life i know that i'm writing important stuff important Mm -hmm. messages and yeah it's just a joy a joy to share them and amazing when I get people come up to me at gigs or you know wherever events and just say how much the album means to them or you know they'll they'll pick out a favorite song for example I I played um, a fan's birthday party just this Saturday just passed um, and he uh, played that song Beautiful Powerful Free at his daughter's wedding last year Uh, so I played that for the family on Saturday and it was just yeah it was great it's really special so beautiful so tell all your all, all our listeners the name of your album again and can they find it on the spotify other yeah absolutely uh yeah it's called freedom warrior mm-hmm. um and it's on spotify um it's on Bandcamp as well mm-hmm. i don't know if anybody's heard of that um but yeah it's there too um and then i also sell physical cds because i'm quite passionate about uh keeping you know the phys- physicality of music alive as well quite special to receive a, a physical album you know with the artwork and I've got a little l- lyric book booklet in there as well so people can sing along um so yeah it's available there from my website uh, too which is uh, vegankeenv.com thank you very much for your time excited you. to uh, be part of a presentation with you in October great thank you thank you very much <laughs>